Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Snogwart's School Sex Goddess, Part 2 Lucille Has Her Wicked Way and Gains Some Disciples By Jane 700 Bond Listen to the podcast at Steamy Stories. The boys stood in shocked amazement as the Queen of the Elves was revealed in all her naked glory and their jaws dropped open. Lucille went to her bedside table and picked up her wand. Pointing at each boy in turn she encanted Pantus Expelliarmus. Their trousers flew away and the boys were left naked from the waist, flaxed dicks hanging down. Gorgeous Giganticus. Intoned Lucille and two large boners stood erect before her. Oriella was shocked again, this time at the way Lucille had used magic in this way to control the boys. Lucille then used a levitation spell onto the boys to lift and made them stand side by side on her bed there so their rock-hard erections were now at the same height as her mouth. I do not bend my head to little boys. She said mischievously. Lucille then taking Oriella by the hand, led her to Tony and curved the moon goddess's hand around his rampant dick. Lucille then went to Dave, whose dick was the same height as her lips, and took the shaft in her mouth rocking backwards and forwards with vigorous motions and with loud moans from the boy. Oriella was thinking that she was in danger of losing the sex goddess competition on the first day and began undoing her clothes while trying to continue to play with Tony's shaft. The front fastening bra soon came loose and putting Tony's dick in her mouth to cover it with plenty of her saliva took it out again began to rub it over her tits making both of them more and more aroused. The bulbous head exciting her as it circled around her nipples. She then grasped one of her breasts in each hand and pushing them together encircled Tony's cock in between. Tony smoothly thrust up and down her saliva lubricated cleavage, as more dribbled from her mouth. In a few moments, precum glistening at the end of the penis and Oriella first bent her neck like this and then took the hard erection in her mouth again, thrusting back and forth as Lucille was doing. Oriella had not so much experience with boys, but was determined to learn more about their hairy muscled bodies and how they could give her pleasure. Lucille watched with a wicked look in her eye while she continued to gobble Dave's manhood greedily. And then she pointed her wand at Tony. She removed her mouth from Dave's engorged dick and encanted Cumus Atlanticus at which Tony cried out as a sudden tremendous orgasm took him and come spurted from his dick into Oriella's mouth. She backed away in surprise and as the cock swung out and free, more spunk spurted all over Oriella's tits and face, eyes and hair. It was a torrent and Oriella gasped as more sprayed out and into her mouth again which was still open in astonishment. She swallowed, but there was too much to cope with and she couldn't see with the white cream in her eyes. 
Lucille left Dave standing in shock on the bed and grabbed Oriella, pushing her own tits over Oriella's juice-soaked ones, the com creating a fabulous lubricant. She licked Oriella's eyes clear of sperm and forced her mouth open with her tongue so they could share the fresh cum, greedily lapping up the salty fluid. Hooking her leg around Oriella's knee she then forced Oriella down onto the floor and slid her naked body over the other girl using her firm breasts to massage the still flowing cum into their skins. Tony's spunk worked like a delicious baby oil which Lucille now rubbed hard onto Oriella's clit and then used it to lubricate and widen her own pussy. With deep thrusting fingers she seemed to be trying to fill her vagina with Tony's magic sperm, while moaning in increasing ecstasy. The smell of sex was intoxicating Oriella and she screamed with delight as a red mist descended on her mind and the wild naked smooth body on body massage from Lucille continued with vigor and her clit hardened in anticipation. Lucille lubricated her own pussy with more of Tony's torrent of cum, using her fingers vigorously to push ever more the white creamy fluid into her own eager cavern and make herself as slippery inside as possible. Then as Tony's ejaculations finally subsided, with a groan he collapsed onto the bed. Lucille suddenly grabbed her wand again and pointing it at Dave shouted Caninius penetratus. She stuck her butt, high in the air as Dave, like an automaton, got off the bed and thrust his rock-hard pistol deeply and roughly into Lucille's now wide open, cum lubricated, scorching hot vagina, doggy style. Lucille bucked as she still rubbed hard at Oriella's clit and sucked more cum from the overcome girl's burning nipples. Dave thrust hard and fast and it was obvious he would soon come as the excitement was too much. Lucille's hand went to her wand again and she shouted orgasmus tremendicus, pointing the wand at the point the two girls' sex mounds met and where Dave's shaft was deeply buried inside her own steaming cunt. There was an explosion in Oriella's clit and another in her G-spot and then there was a heavenly silence as the girls together left their bodies and danced in a red nebula of pleasure light years away. Colors swirled and a feeling of ecstasy overtook Oriella as she whirled away in space still holding and kissing her angel Lucille. The vision went on and then she felt orgasm after orgasm fill her ethereal body until there was nothing left to do but collapse into a wisp and disappear in the garden of pleasure that Lucille had created for her. After a while Oriella slowly wandered the long road back to consciousness, her spirit returning to her body as it cooled and she awoke to find herself lying on the hard wooden floor with Lucille asleep on top of her and Dave collapsed and spent above, his wilting cock half out of Lucille's still dripping pussy. Oriella felt very sticky and her eyes wandered around the room until she saw Tony back in his trousers sitting on a bed, knees hunched up, looking a bit like a gnome. He smiled wanly at her. Fuck, he said. Magic, she said and started to pull herself carefully from under the tacky bodies of Lucille and Dave. It seemed that the three were almost glued together with drying spunk. Abandoning the seemingly mesmerized Tony and grabbing her robe, she left her study and went into the shower room opposite. Here she stripped naked again and then stood under the warm water and started to rub the sperm away from her shoulders and breasts. Oriella noticed how wonderfully slippery and smooth the newly rehydrated cum made the skin all over her body. With memories of what had just happened flooding back into her mind, her hand again found her clit and she gently massaged herself to another climax as she, surprising herself at the thought, imagined herself being fucked slowly from behind by the tall dark figure of Dr. Snake. Finally, satiated Oriella realized lumps of jizz had creating knots in her hair and they were going to be a pain to get out. Sexually satisfied for the moment, hair washed, 
conditioned and combed straight, Oriella thought seriously about what happened just now in the bedroom. Nice. Clever. Exciting and magic, she thought, but far too quick. Lucille was too urgent and desperate. Poor Tony looked exhausted by his ordeal and Dave was a goner. The orgasms were amazing, but there were other and better ways of achieving this surely, rather than using hypnotized boys and magic fountains of cum. There was, she thought, still a chance for her to become this year's sex goddess of Slytherin after all, if she could outdo Lucille and make all the other seniors love her. The next day, Oriella put on one of her newly bought bras and then her school blouse, realizing as she did it up, that she should have bought new blouses as well as bras, as the buttons were straining over her now much bigger chest, revealing quite a cleavage. Then she found her kilt, which also being last year's, was probably a bit shorter than regulation, ending several inches above her knees. Lucille did not seem to be much of a morning person and moaned about the early hour, but eventually Oriella managed to get her into her new uniform and down to breakfast. Once fed, Oriella showed Lucille around the school for a bit before they both went to their advanced potions class. After that Oriella found someone else to take Lucille to her necromancy class, a subject Oriella was not taking and Oriella was delighted she now had a free period and time to think. She went back to her room in the Tower of Slytherin House to consider the Sex Goddess competition seriously. The hole in the wall between her bedroom and the boys was hidden by a charm she had created the previous night and lifting it with a revealing spell, she climbed through to Dave and Tony's room. Considering that Lucille had rather abused them yesterday, even if they did get their rocks off, she thought she better be conciliatory. The sex, while exciting, had not been too kind or quite consensual as the boys had lost their free will under Lucille's spells. Once through the hole Oriella waved her wand and the gap disappeared again under the charm. Dave was sitting on his bed in his kilt, knees up balancing a large spell book on his thighs. Hi Oriella. He said warily. She sat down on the end of the bed by his feet. Some friend you have through there. She's a bit over the top. Sorry Dave, said Oriella, I had no idea she was going to do any of that stuff. Have you survived the experience unscathed? Well, I can't remember much, except a massive orgasm blowing my socks off, but I'm sure some of those spells were illegal. Once I had woken up and got rid of the sticky mess in the shower, I found I was unscathed. Tony says that, despite the gallon of cum he ejaculated, his manhood still appears to be working fine. But, for goodness sake, whatever happened to foreplay and the boys also having some fun? We're not sex robots you know. Could have been my fault Dave, Oriella said softly we had already been through the foreplay bit by ourselves and I think Lucille was already overexcited when you and Tony arrived. She laid a finger on Dave's naked shin and moved it up and down lazily through the light adolescent hairs. Dave sighed and said over sex that girl and that's coming from me, a testosterone-filled 18-year-old Slytherin male. Oriella started to play with the hairs on his legs, twisting them absent-mindedly. Ow, said Dave and Oriella stopped the twisting and put a hand carelessly on Dave's bare knee. We are going to compete with each other for sex goddess of Slytherin, she said wistfully but she seems to be so much more powerful than me and, wow, is she stunning to look at. Phew. Oriella, she does not stand a chance against you. Said Dave. Oriella opened her eyes widely and she turned and looked at him, her hand descending nonchalantly from the knee an inch up the inside of his thigh. 
You are stunningly beautiful. You're a natural and people like you. I like you and if we properly plan how to beat her wild bad magic, I'm sure we can get you the crown. With a dreamy look on her face, Oriella's hand carelessly caressed Dave's thigh and went further under the kilt. Yeah. She said with eagerness, a sex goddess is worshipped, not feared. Her hand went back to his knee. Then again, seemingly in a dream world of her own, Oriella's hand slowly started to explore again. Dave shifted with a sigh and moved the spellbook onto the bedside table. Oh Dave, she said it's no good, I need more experience, especially with boys. She leant her head against his knee and, seemingly without conscious thought, her hand gently swept gradually onwards and inwards up the thigh until she suddenly met the tip of his shaft coming the other way which flicked up in salute. Dave moaned and as if suddenly realizing what she was doing, Oriella's hand retreated. But as Dave was obviously not objecting to her exploring hand and feeling that now familiar horniness warming her pussy, she, more deliberately this time, adventured forward again and brushed the tip of his dick with her fingers. After a few tentative moments, Oriella's head slid down from his knee to his shin so she got a better view into the dimness under the kilt. Everything in working order. She thought as Dave's man had pointed at her straight and hard. Carefully she reached forward and her fingers played around his bulbous head, pulling back his foreskin to release it. Finding precum already forming at the tip, she carefully slid the oil around the top, gently massaging it. Dave groaned. As Dave sat still and breathless, her hand moved still deeper in and massaged the supple skin of his shaft. Then climbing up on the bed, her butt in the air, her head followed her hand under the kilt until she could kiss the tip of his now hot member and lick around the head. Is this how you do foreplay? She asked with a muffled voice. Fuck yeah! Said Dave and lifted his kilt back so he could see what she was doing. Slowly at first and then with increased confidence, up and down the length of his dick went her tongue, around his balls went her fingers massaging the ball sack gently. His hand went his kilt buckle on the side to undo it. He lifted his backside off the bed to get rid of it which, somehow, caused his dick to pop neatly into Oriella's welcome warm mouth. He pulled the kilt away and dumped it on the floor. Oriella was gentle, she was caring and she loved massaging the straight hard shaft with both hands and tongue while Dave lay back in ecstasy, caressing the girl's head as she moved up and down. He leant forward and pulled up Oriella's kilt revealing her cute white butt sticking up in the air. He fondled it lovingly, hands massaging her bare cheeks as they explored the way round to her secret places. She moved further forward, slowly and sexily undoing the buttons of her tight blouse and then her bra to reveal hard and aroused nipples. She dripped saliva from her mouth onto her cleavage and slowly moved up Dave's body until she was in a position to use her breasts to massage his dick. Being closer now, Dave's hands could feel around her butt cheeks and find the aroused dampness of her pussy which he rubbed gently, probing with his fingers. After enjoying the sensation of Dave's massage for a few minutes, Oriella moved forward still more, now kissing, licking and nipping at his nipples and grounding his dick with her pubis, whilst he groaned with longing. Then she sat upright, her boobs proudly pointing in the air where he could grab and play with them. Slowly she rubbed her naked slit up and down the length of his broomstick hard shaft, pussy juices making her slow deliberate passage smooth and sensuous. His bulbous head found her clit and dick and clit danced together for some minutes in an erotic ballet of joy. 
pushing herself back a little so the head of his penis was pushing at her labia and widening her pussy lips she sat up and holding the rod in one hand Oriella rubbed his dick up and down the length of her slit until with a sudden push and a gasp she forced herself down on it, taking the full length deep inside and then moaned with delight. She rose up and sank down in a slow rhythm, her hands massaging her own breasts. Then one of Dave's hands found her clit and using her fragrant pussy juices to lubricate it, started to rub her off. Feeling herself nearing climax and feeling the urgency in Dave's throbbing gun and trying to make the pleasure last as possible, she sat right up and released his cock before either of them came. Leaning forward and she rubbed her nipples into his much smaller ones. He loved it. Raising her butt skywards she slowly moved her tongue down his muscled stomach to again find his dick to play with it with her mouth and tongue. Oriella was still licking her own pussy juices off Dave's shaft when Tony quietly and unnoticed came through the door. Tony took in the scene quickly, Oriella with her fabulous but in the air with her mouth clamped over Dave's member, whose eyes were closed in pleasure. With an instant erection he quickly climbed on the bed behind Oriella and lifted his kilt so he could plunge his boner straight into her wide-open pink wet cavern. Opening his eyes, at the sudden motion on the bed, Dave was surprised by sudden appearance of his friend, but Oriella was loving this new and surprising innovation. It was the first time she had had a boy take her from behind and after the first shock soon started to use her pussy muscles to clamp hard on the dick that was now plowing deep inside her. She started copying Tony's fuck rhythm on Dave's cock, moving up and down quickly in time with Tony's urgent thrusts. She put one hand underneath her to reach back and find her clit and tweaked her nipples with the other whilst Dave bucked deeper and deeper into her mouth, catching her teeth with the head of his cock on each outstroke. Shouting, Dave came first, shooting hot cum into her throat in a gush she could hardly swallow. His orgasmic coming lit the fire in her clit and she started her first orgasm, tightening herself still harder on Tony's ironhard rod that thrust deep inside her and she convulsed with shudders of desire. These shudders in turn released the sperm from Tony's balls and he filled her love tunnel with creamy white spunk. The feel of this red-hot release inside her then brought her vagina to climax and after quivering in pleasure for what seemed like minutes, she released Dave's dick from her mouth and fell spent and satisfied onto his chest, her tingling breasts resting on his taut muscular stomach. Her dive forward in turn released Tony from her tight pussy and he watched, still aroused, as his newly made cream pie began to dribble out from between her legs. However, Tony was not finished, he still had more in him and he massaged his cum with his dick around her swollen pussy lips making Oriella moan. Then still using his hard cock, he spread the jizz over her naked ass, especially in the crease between the two butt cheeks. Then like a lion rampant thrust up and down between her well-lubricated gap until a second spray of cum shot over her back. Finally, he sat down, on the end of the bed, and gently massaged the cum into Oriella's skin. We were only discussing foreplay, said Dave ironically. Whoops, said Tony, sorry Oriella, I saw your beautifully opened pussy and I couldn't help myself. It's no problem, said Oriella dreamily from Dave's chest. I enjoyed that. She stretched herself out like a cat, her face coming up to meet Dave's and to kiss him gently on the lips and her feet moving back to rest on Tony's softening sticky manhood which she played with, with her toes. A bell rang to mark the end of period and the three jumped up knowing there were classes to get to in the next two minutes or points would be deducted. Hurriedly Oriella did up her bra, and her blouse buttons, then she pulled her kilt straight aware of the stickiness on her back, 
where Tony's com was once again beginning to dry on her skin. She hoped it didn't show through her blouse. Then it was off to divining the future at a run, with Oriella aware of more com slowly escaping from her pussy and dribbling down the inside of her legs. She hoped no one would notice any of the drips that were marking her trail along the school corridor. The three arrived in the dungeon classroom just in time and breathless, with a heaving chest, Oriella chose a bench seat at the back next to another Slytherin student, called George. George smiled a wicked Slytherin smile at her and as she pushed her kilt back and sat down, he deftly managed to place his left hand, palm up, where she sat today. Her cum-soaked pussy came down on his fingers and she nearly yelped. George at first grinned at Oriella because of the trick he had pulled, but then started to frown as he realized that. Oriella was naked under her kilt. Her pussy was red hot, and she appeared to be smearing fluid over his hand. George tried to free himself, but Oriella was rather cross now and wanting revenge for this intrusion into her very personal space. She couldn't tell the teacher as she was still exuding Tony's calm, so she forced herself down on George's wriggling fingers trapping them and smiled an even more wicked smile back at George. She subtly shifted herself so that George's index finger now met her still engorged clit and she moved herself with tiny movements so that George involuntarily started to massage it. She and George were having difficulty concentrating on the class and despite having sex so recently, Oriella was beginning to feel aroused yet again by this unexpected turn of events. She shifted herself slightly again and managed to find the tip of George's thumb, which involuntarily started to work its way between her hot cum dripping pussy lips. She slowly moved forwards and backwards as his thumb began to open her pussy once more and went deeper and deeper in. Meanwhile her small movements on the bench made George's trapped index finger rub her clit. Her eyes closed in pleasure. Oriella, came the voice of Miss Peacock, the divination teacher I'm glad to see you daydreaming with such a lovely smile on your face, but we haven't gone into trance yet. That's coming next. Oriella sat up to attention, forcing George's thumb still further into her sex cave. Miss Peacock lowered the lights until it was almost dark and started the hypnotic chant for this divination lesson. All the pupils slowly started to sink into the trance state needed for divining the future, that is except George and Oriella. The way Oriella was using George's finger and thumb to excite herself was making her ever more randy and, in the welcome gloom, she took her right hand, put it to her mouth and spat on it. She pushed back George's kilt under the table and groped her way in to find his hard, fat cock. She's starting to wank him off, her spit easing the up and down movements. George started to breathe hard, but then the rest of the class were now comatose so no one noticed. Rarely one not to take the lead, Oriella looked around at her hypnotized classmates and teacher and, slipping off George's squashed and very wet hand, she dove under the bench, leaving him to flex his wet fingers in relief. Turning, Oriella put her head up George's kilt and took him in her mouth, roughly, not like with Dave earlier, using her teeth to pull at the skin as she pulled him in and out, making the boy squirm in his seat with a mixture of pain and pleasure. This is not good enough, she thought after a few moments, I'm doing all the work. So, rotating around under the desk she put her head down and brought her butt up between his legs and guided his fat dick into her hot wet vagina. She moved a little forward and then rammed the hard boner back into her pussy while George held her butt. Then moving back and forth, 
George's member going deeper and deeper each time back time she found herself rapidly towards another orgasm as George's ball banged against her backside. Having been brought up in a boarding school Oriella had learnt the importance of a silent orgasm and this is what she now achieved as George's cock burst forth with sperm spurting deep within her. She stayed there for a few moments holding him inside herself as his dick began to soften and then she moved forward, under the desk, to release him. There was now even more cum dribbling between her legs. Oh, for some tissues, she thought. George, who had sat with his eyes closed had not seen the danger, but looking down, Oriella suddenly noticed that in front of the desk were a pair of highly fashionable shoes, and one of them was tapping the floor. Oriella, said a quiet voice come out Oriella. Pulling her kilt down behind her, just trickling out of her crack, Oriella crept out of the front of the desk. Follow me, commanded Miss Peacock is a sharp whisper. Then she said, loud enough that George could hear, I'm going to assume that George is actually in S trance and knows nothing about what you just did. At the same time Oriella was walking shamefaced and trembling behind Miss Peacock, towards the teacher's study, her pussy dripping fresh sperm between her smooth young legs, this was from her recent encounter with George, the new French pupil Lucille Elastique was also causing trouble. It had started not long after the double necromancy lesson began. Only Slytherin students tended to take necromancy, because of its dark reputation. It involves communing with dead spirits and summoning demons and the like. Unlike the divinity classroom, which had tables and benches with enough room, as Oriella had discovered, for under the table karma sutra practice, the necromancy classroom had modern writing tablet chairs. They were set in a curve in front of the teacher's desk. It is said that the reason the necromancy classroom was gifted with modern furniture was that a couple of years back, the appearance of a particularly fiery demon had incinerated the old furniture in the room. Dr. Snake, housemaster of Slytherin, was the teacher and Lucille, who had already learnt much more advanced necromancy from her evil genius father than Snake would ever teach, found her mind wandering back to her competition with Oriella as to who would become sex goddess of Slytherin house. Lucille had been introduced to defense against Dark Art Snake, or Dada as he was affectionately known by his favorite students, when she had first arrived the previous day. However, there were so many new things to look at and take in that she had not taken much notice of this tall, languid, saturnine figure. Now, Lucille, already bored by the lesson began to look at Snake properly and started to size him up. She knew she would need him on her side if she were to win the competition, but she was sure she had the necessary wiles and ways that would easily bind the teacher to her cause. There were only four pupils in the glass, two other girls and a boy and they sat with rapt attention as snakes stood and talked animatedly about demons and succubus and their dangers. Lucille sat to the left of the semicircle. From the way his dark eyes seemed continually drawn to her, clocking the small amount of skin exposed just above her pert breasts and then looking away again, Lucille thought he was just the right sort of pervert who willingly, or unwillingly, could soon become another one of her slaves. All it needed was temptation to be strewn in his way. Therefore, deciding to be decidedly wicked, Lucille silently formed a glamour in her mind and, as she started to radiate her magical sex appeal, she slid her butt forward a little in her chair so as to extend the amount of leg she was showing. It was just by an inch or so, but the movement caught the teacher's eye and he appeared to be contemplating the dark depths under her kilt beyond the honeytone skin of her knees and partially exposed thighs. Naughty, she thought. 
After a few minutes, Lucille lazily lifted a hand to the top button of her blouse and, making sure Snake was watching, deliberately undid the top button and pushed her taut bosom forward towards him, stretching the cotton of her blouse and exposing the dark crevice of her cleavage and the white of her bra. Snake, looked away and tried to concentrate on his other three students, but they were not any competition to Lucille's sun goddess beauty and the force of the glamour. The glamour was a spell her father had taught her some years ago and was a way of becoming irresistible to her target. She had used it a lot since her father's arrest. The strength of her glamour was one of the main reasons she had managed to escape the clutches of the gendarmerie Monique and seduce her way across the English Channel. Inevitably after a few moments come to me Dada's eyes were drawn back as Lucille lifted a leg and crossed it over the other exposing an extensive amount of the smooth tan skin of her thigh and a hint of the curve of her butt. Snake rallied with a question to one of the other two girls in the class, but they were no competition to the glamour Lucille was exuding into the classroom ever more strongly. Snake faltered in his speech and shuddered as Lucille winked sexily at him while she pulled her kilt still further up her thigh, uncrossed her legs and leaning further back pushed her nearly exposed pubis towards him. The other students could not help but notice and they too stared open-mouthed at the girl as she undid another button on her blouse and blew Snake a kiss. Lucille looked around the class at her fellow pupils to see if she had any natural allies among them. There were three, Henry, a tall big hulking guy with a scarred face and crooked nose who looked as though he had fought in more than just magic battles, most likely a quid-ditch player she thought. With a little frisson of excitement, Lucille imagined that under his clothes Henry was probably both well-endowed and muscular. There were also two dark-haired girls, Preeti and Sabrina, both slim and young-looking. Preeti was the smaller, very underdeveloped with little showing in terms of breasts. Sabrina, was a little taller and probably a 32B. They, in the same way the Hulk was not the most handsome of boys, were also not the prettiest girls. They both sported a monobrow over deep-set dark brown eyes and had thin unsmiling lips. But Lucille reckoned that all three of them had the potential to make obedient disciples. She could tempt the girls with some magic beautification, it was amazing what you could do with a wand. Cosmetic surgery was in its infancy compared to her powers. Miss Elastique, rallied Snaker you too warm. It appeared he could no longer resist and came closer to her, dark eyes peering at the exposed cleavage and the still-hidden mystery covered with the white mounds of her bra. Not really wanting the teacher to make a pass at her as she sat in the classroom, she lifted her wand surreptitiously under her writing tablet and, when Snake was looking as though he might lunge for her, with a sweeping movement she flung a spell at him. Tempest non-fluget, she incanted quietly and Dr. Snake came to a halt arm halfway through a movement towards her. To be continued. By Jane 700 Bond for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you've found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.